Welcome to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur, and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business, and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips, and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. Welcome to one of my favorite days of the week. It's Wednesday, Forbes Factor Day. You know, um, I am noticing something. I'm noticing that I'm getting a little older. Anybody here realizing they're getting a little older? Yeah, it's a good thing, actually, because the alternative really sucks. But uh, I'm noticing things when I wake up in the morning. It takes a little bit longer to move. I find myself saying things from an older perspective, and I'm not loving this. So I have to kind of, like, shake the leaves and go, all right. How young do I feel? How young do you feel? Not what is the birth date on your driver's license? Let's pretend they lied. So you guys know on Forbes Factor, we talk about health, wealth, and happiness. And there's a couple of things that I think that you need to do to be young, to stay young. The first is attitude. The first is literally stop saying I'm old or I'm older. Literally, I I am. I, I am is a nicer thing. I am here. I am vibrant. I am youthful. I am happy. And when you wake up in the morning, remind yourself of that. Now, I've taken this so far that I've actually marrying a younger man. (laughs) Why not? Because that keeps you young. (laughs) But number two, besides attitude, is the food that you eat. Uh, I just went to my doctor and she's like, look, you know, your numbers, your little levels here. Uh, Are you taking your vitamins? Are you ingesting non-processed food, healthful food? Do you even know what that is? You know, for many of you who are following live with me and Joshua, he went from Mr. Olympia last week. He didn't win, but he came in pretty close. Uh, there are a lot, I mean, he's 44 years old. The guy who beat him is half his age. So I just think it's a win to show up and look the way he did. But we've been really studying not diet, but nutrition. How do you feed this beautiful body of yours? And then the third pillar I think that's so important is movement. If you don't move it, you lose it. You know, you guys know how much I love my spin gym. I just did it this morning in class. And oh my gosh, my arms are like, wow. But just a walk a bike ride, going to the gym, uh, anything that you do to keep you healthy and active. So I've got two beautiful, both are students, friends, and fans, and I am very, very excited to bring them to you. First one I've known for a while, and she is the epitome of love, light, and anti-aging. She is ages backwards. I followed her when she did her, 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 her in the gym challenge. I don't think it was a weight loss. I don't think she has any weight to lose. So I think it was just get fit challenge. Um, she's also one of the most amazing authors in our international best-selling One Habit for Entrepreneurial Success, and also um, Smart Living for Seniors, which if you're not one, you might be the daughter or son of one, or you know one, and she's got unbelievable insights. So please bring to the stage, let me give a little here, a big round of applause, Miss Tomisa Leiden. How are you, my girl? I'm great. How are you? I haven't seen you since the Excelis. <laughs> that's almost a year. How almost. is it possible? Yeah, I oh don't my- know. Life moves on. But you yeah. hit the nail right on the head. You hit the nail right on the head. Aging is not an option, but getting old is. And it's all in your heart and your mind. And at age 68, I consider myself a recycled teenager. And I'm just going to think that way. It's a big mindset. And it helps me to get up every day and just stretch and get a little bit more action in my world. 
and as far as fitness goes, I did a fitness challenge in December. And at age 67, I joined that. I did have about 23 pounds to lose and a lot of body fat. And I actually took second place. And I was excited. So that has kept me motivated all year long. <laughs> One of the first things that we all notice is when we look at you, and you can't see us on Voice America because we're a radio program. But on my social media, I simul broadcast this all over Facebook. And I'm looking at your face, and you are more vibrant than 30-year-olds that I know. Do you get told oh, that all the time? Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I don't do blood or needles, so this is going to be natural aging. So <laughs> wow, all I'm right. not going to mess with anything. But uh, so what you see is what you get, and uh, I'm okay with that. To me, so where does this attitude of gratitude and joy come from for you? I just feel like laughter is the best medicine. Humor is my favorite, favorite, favorite emotion. And so each day I wake up with an attitude of joy. I learned years ago that no one can steal your joy. You can give it to them, but they cannot steal it unless you give it, hand it over to them. And I wake up and just make myself smile. Now, I, there could be physical issues. There could be anything going on, you know, that's, that's just messing with your world. But if you wake up, put a smile on your face, you might end up laughing before you get out of bed. And it just makes me feel a little bit more youthful in my approach to how I'm going to go forward. And again, age is a number. It doesn't matter to me. Actually, the older I get, the better I feel. I, I fueled my body with nutrition and now fitness. And I'm just excited to get up and go out and, um, you know, compete with those 20, 30-year-olds. <laughs> By the way, before you came on, I did notice that you have one of these amazing little spin gyms right there. I because, do. No kidding. Doesn't it just affect your whole attitude, your energy, your arms? Yeah. <laughs> we are sponsored by Spingem. But now you have taken, you could have, you've done a lot of things in your career. So let's find out a little bit about you. Tell us about Tamisa. I am an Air Force brat. I have kind of moved around the block and around the world. And as a realtor for the last 20 years, I've worked a lot with the senior generation. And that's one of my missions is to get rid of that word senior. And I think that's why I call myself a recycled teenager because I don't like the word senior. It just has that connotation that doesn't feel good. So if the words don't feel good, don't internalize them. Use the ones that make you feel the best. So I have been working with seniors to help them. We all know, we all know that size matters. But resize matters even more. And that means... <laughs> In your home, if you're in a large, high-maintenance home that's taking all your time, your effort, your energy, and your money, you might be in the wrong house. You mm -hmm. may need to be in a smaller, more manageable space where you can enjoy life, start enjoying the things that you put on the back burner while you raised your kids and did your career, and enjoy life a little more effectively for yourself. People feel like when they downsize or move into a community, whether it's independent, senior uh, assisted living or memory, you can move into a condo, small house, what have you. But what you're doing is really gaining independence and freedom instead of feeling like you're losing it. You take your essence with you and you just start living and enjoying life and making the best of the rest. <laughs> I think you froze. <laughs> you know, it's funny that you say that. You know, it's funny that you say that I don't have a dog at the moment. I haven't had a dog in a while. And I was down in Costa Rica and we stayed for two months. And I remember saying to Joshua, we don't have to go home because we don't have a dog. We don't have a thing we have to take care of. My parents also didn't want to travel because they lived up north. 
and they were afraid their pipes would break. You just said something very profound about living your life as opposed to just having to live for your house. A lot of people love their animals, and I'm all for that. But when you are in a different stage in life, and that animal becomes like a toddler, and you now have to get home to feed it or water it or, you know, what have you, walk it, um, it can kind of mess with, uh, you know, that next part of life where you just want to be footloose and fancy free. Not without responsibility, of course. But, and again, pets can help with loneliness. There are a lot of seniors that are lonely. And I discovered through COVID last year that loneliness was probably the worst factor for seniors. And, and if it takes a pet to get that you know, loneliness covered and taken care of, then so be it. But if you don't need all the maintenance of anything, whether it's a pet, uh, um, backyard, pool, front landscaping, free yourself. Just let someone else do it. Get a smaller space where you can maintain it and enjoy life. I love this philosophy. What inspired you to work so closely with this generation and do this kind of work? I had my own family crisis. My folks were in Texas. I'm in Arizona. And we had been talking to them for years about getting a plan in place. That generation of, that was, they were in their 80, 79-80-ish, that generation kind of keeps everything close at hand. They're not sharing with their kids and, and you know, letting everybody into their world. They're, they're independent in all of that. But there comes a time where your kids and your family need to know what you intend or how you intend to see your life in the next 10, 20, 30 years so they can help facilitate it. It's not to take it over. It's not to be your parent. We don't, change, we don't reverse roles. I will always be the child. They will always be the parent. But it's time to start having what I call the 60-40 plan. When the adults are in their, when the parents are in their 60s and the adult children are in their 40s, it's time to let the conversations begin about how you see your life in the next few years. So everybody can jump on board and help and you don't run into a crisis. You need to have your facts, your figures, and your documents, documents in place. I run into so many people that, that the families don't have any powers of attorney or anything that when a crisis happens, if it happens, they're all, their hands are tied. It's a mess. Financially, mentally, emotionally, it, it's just a drain. We did that in my family. I don't want anyone to have to go, what we exp go through what we experienced when you can avoid it. So empowering and educating baby boomers and their parents has been my mission for the last 12, 14 years because it's not pretty. <laughs> so how does one begin to start to do this? First of all, it's mindset. You got to be open to listening to, if you don't want to listen to your kids, you bring in a third party liaison such as myself and we have a consultation. So from consultation to close of escrow, if you do have a property that you're going to sell, there's a whole process in the middle. You organize, you sort, you pack, you discard, you have a state sale, you donate to charity, you, you find a new location, you floor plan that for the essential items that you're taking from that large home. Nobody likes to get rid of all their stuff, but you do have a core essence of stuff that tells your life story, and we pack that and bring it with you to that smaller space, but we floor plan it so that you can make sure you can get the best and the most of all those items in your new space. 
And then I helped them. I used to be a designer, so I helped them un unpack and decorate the whole home and design it. And so they just get to start living life um, just the very day that we move them. They actually come in. They stay away. I design it all. They get to go out and have a massage, go to the spa, enjoy dinner, movie, what have you. Come back. Everything's in its place. They just get up and start living the next day. So there's a whole process in all of that. It's customized strategically for each individual because there are so many different variables. But it's so much fun when you realize that it's not as overwhelming as it seemed. And it's so freeing. It is so freeing. But my life's motto has always been, if it's not fun, I'm done. So I bring that to the table with all my clients and make sure they're having fun too. How do people find out about this? It sounds genius. Well, I think it is. <laughs> a lot of people think they've never, ever heard of it. But I have a website, Leiden Senior Pathways. They can find me on Facebook any of the social medias, but Leiden Senior Pathways will get them there. And if you don't mind me sharing a free gift with your audience, I would love um, that. If, if people would like to text the word SMART to 602-456-1976, they can get a free PDF copy of my book, Smart Living for Seniors, How to Make the Best of the Rest. And it gives you a little step-by-step -step of how to kind of get yourself, you know, in the mindset of playing with getting rid of stuff that is, if, if you have so many items, you have multiples of it, get rid of them. If they don't bring you joy, if they don't have value, and if you don't, if they don't have a purpose, get rid of them. Share them with someone that can use them. You'll be amazed if you just start in each room, one drawer, one closet, how Quickly, you can discard about four or 500 items within a 30-day period and not realize it. So it's just getting on the bandwagon mentally to go, it's time. I want some freedom. I want my independence. I'm tired of cleaning this house, moving all this stuff, paying for the AC in those 10 rooms I don't use, and just, you know, just be. So that's what I do with people, and we have fun doing it. And everybody wins in the end, and the family members are really happy that the parents especially got on, um, on the right side of enjoying life. It's the next living chapter of life. It's not the last chapter. I hear people talk about, oh, that's the last chapter. It's not. It's the next living chapter. You're here till you're gone. So make the best of it. I'm thinking I'm not that old, but I want you to come over and do mine just so I can just downsize anyway just to start yeah. like i'm thinking huh because I'll i'm see a, you in florida <laughs> yeah i mean stop not kidding about it you should come down here because i love to hold on to clothes and some things and i i have a very big space even my television studio we're thinking about selling it and i'm the first thing that freaked me out was what do i do with my stuff yeah everybody so, is paralyzed by stuff yeah if you can just realize how that stops you in your tracks you lose momentum you can get depressed in your own stuff. And I will tell you, if you're holding it on, holding on to all that stuff for your kids, they don't want it. <laughs> you oh are holding goodness. on to it for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> that is just crazy. That's fascinating to know. And I know it's funny. You talk about 60, 40. I'm 60. My kids are 18. They don't want anything I have. All right. So Teresa, True. we've got about three minutes before my first break. What's something that everybody should be thinking about in terms of how to use your service? Think about, look around your home 
and see how much clutter you have. Now, I love tasteful clutter. I'm, I'm all about tasteful clutter, but that's in design and decorating. But if you have clutter that is, is causing maybe a potential accident or a fall within your space because you have stacked up magazines or all the bags and the bows that you've saved forever and they're just cluttering your life, it can free you up mentally and physically. But look around and see what you have duplicates of. See what safety hazards you have in your home that maybe you need to address. And then just never give up on anything, especially your youthful heart and mind. And just give me a call. We'll have a chat, free consultation. We can do it on the phone, on Zoom, and see if, uh, if we're a fit. If it's time for you to see life differently and enjoy the less, you know, clutter and, and drama in your life, then, hey, let's meet. All right, let's go back and easier how to get in touch with you. You gave me a lot of numbers that I don't think even I could write down that fast. Okay, how now that, that, was a, that number was a text number for a book, free, PDF, free PDF. My cell number is 480-375-1974. And I'll Are you ready to get hundreds? You're going to get hundreds of phone calls now. It's going to start great. ringing. They're going to go nuts. That's great. I I'll always answer my phone unless I'm in a consultation with a senior and I'll give them undivided attention. <laughs> well, I will tell you, you have this the most delicious energy. Um, will you stick around? We're going to introduce Anna in a second for the second half. And then I'd love to bring the both of you back because I think, well, number one, you're going to like each other very much. We're going to have a conversation just about, about aging, about being women, and about staying fit as we get older and yada, yada, and all that other good stuff. Can I give a big round of applause? such an, a ball of energy and such a delight to have in our world. All right, guys, we'll be right back after this message that you're listening to the Forbes Factor. We focus on health, wealth, and happiness, and we got oodles of that going on. Don't go away. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for us at keyword voice America. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on The Voice of America Variety Channel. 
Tune in to the Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers for entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussions with some of the top stars in their fields. From business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, and literature, Tony's guests share their success and give their wisdom. If you're looking to manifest your vision and see how others have done so, be sure to listen to the Tony D'Urso Show every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. All right, all right, all right. Well, I have got a very special guest coming on. We have been talking about getting older and feeling amazing and letting go of stuff. If you are a person who holds on to clutter, will you do me a favor? Will you come over to my Facebook and, and just my name and just say, hey, that's something you might be suffering from. We've got a really good solution here. Tomisa sounds, uh, it's not only, I don't think it has to be seniors. I think the philosophy, the energy of her vibrancy and being able to stay young, you're going to want to check, you're going to want to learn more. So I'm excited to, to keep her in the conversation. All right, but I have got a, another amazing special guest. Somebody that I met care of my training. She comes from Romania. I've never been to Romania. Um, she makes it sound like an interesting place to now no longer be living. <laughs> uh, she's also a bundle of light. Uh, Anna, make sure you turn on your camera for us. And I want to talk about how to improve your relationship, your health, and your, just your overall life, her attitude, her energy. Start your camera for me, my girl. And I can. I okay. Now I can. I think Good. I can. I think you can too. Yeah. And I'm excited. Look at you in red, my girl. How are you? Hi, Forbes. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm excellent. So this accent is Romanian. Tell us about Romania. Oh, um, it's way better now than when I used to be there. Okay. That was over 40 years ago. And um, to be honest with you, um, it was a lot of suffering at that time in that country. You, you know, you, you talk about that, and we always talk about that. You are the, some of the obstacles you overcome. What's one of the things that you overcame by coming from a country that was 40 years ago a lot more depressing than it, than it is now? Actually, one of the obstacles I overcame was actually depression. I had that for 27 years of my life. My mom died from that overnight at the age of 55. So everything you have mentioned the first part of this show did not apply to my mom. Unfortunately. Wow. You know, one of the things that you are now is you're one of the premier life strategists and you focus on this, I think, because it touched you so deeply. Well, how do you define depression? Deep, heavy, and unresolved emotional wounding that stays with you sometimes for generations. Is there a way, because we are hearing about suicide being on the rise, that we, that somebody who is in that state can easily recover? They can recover in a couple of months when they are in that state. The idea here is to catch them before they get to that state. Because I was suicidal at the age of 19 and a half. And when you get there, uh, 
it's game over. You can't listen. You cannot. Your mind cannot listen. The only thing you want to get rid of is your pain. And you're not going to listen because nobody proved to you that this is possible. If we catch people just a little bit just before that, then they never get there, of course. Do you know, it's funny, yesterday I watched, I think it's an older video, but it was a gentleman who survived jumping off the Golden Gate Bridge. And he was a young kid when he did it, and he chronicled his story. And he did say, and you don't hear this, obviously, because if you're successful at suicide, you don't tell us the story, that the moment he let go of the railing, he was praying to God that he, wouldn't, that he knew he made a mistake. And so you're right about catching people before that. When you are that depressed, what do you recommend? What do we do? When we are so depressed, we need to know that this emotional pain is removable. You see, nobody wants to take their life. They only want to get rid of a pain. And before, you know, I, we didn't have internet, right? We didn't have books. We didn't have anything, right? At my age anyway, I didn't see a computer until I went to university, right? We did not know that emotional pain can be let go of. We did not know that. And there are some people today that their mind says it's not possible. And their mind says it's not possible because they haven't seen it. They haven't seen it in their family. They haven't seen it in their culture. Everybody was suffering. Like in my country, in my family, everybody died from depression. I was the last one left in line, okay, in the whole family tree. So people don't understand that this is possible because they haven't seen it around. And by law of attraction, you attract who you are. So suffering people stay with suffering people and happy people stay with happy people. And these categories never meet. Did you hear Tomisa's interview? Did you see how, what a bubble of sunshine she is? I wish my mom would have been there, but she yeah, never had the chance. Well, I'm going to put the two of you together in the third segment of today's show, because I thought it would be just a great melding of, of people's consciousness listening to this. How you talk about emotional pain, describe what you're talking about. Emotional pain goes to five different levels and it can be individual. It can be family related, it can be generational. It can be culturally land related. Like I was talking about Romania or it can be race related. And these five emotional wounds are having different effects in your body. For example, rejection will give you cancer. Very simple. You see, we can prevent cancer by healing the emotional wound of rejection. Very simple. Betrayal gives you heart attacks. Okay? So we can prevent heart attacks by raising this emotional wound of betrayal. Okay, I was betrayal and we can heal it. Everything has a branding, a printing inside your body. And your body collapses in time because of these emotional wounds. In case of my mother, the liver exploded. And we all thought it's because of the alcohol he was drinking, she was drinking. Until at the age of 38, I was diagnosed with the same disease and I was never drinking. And then I realized that has nothing to do only with drinking. That has to do with the pain they output on my liver, the, the, the anger and the sorrow that I had inside me. And at the age of 38, to wake up with a disease that can kill you overnight when you have a nine-year-old home, that was life-changing for me. Wow. And so what steps did you take to heal this? 
You see, I went to university after I was suicidal. I was suicidal at 19. And I went to University of Psychology to try to save myself, save my mom. Uh, I joke, I entered as a chicken and I got out as a cow with a lot of books in my belly, but no skills and strategies. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> this is how, how it worked, okay? At the age of 38, when I, <laughs> I know. Uh, at the age of 38, I realized I don't know nothing about life. I know nothing about life. I only know about suffering and death. Death from the inside first, before the actual death comes to get you. So I said, okay, I know nothing about life. I'm just going to take that aside and I'm going to relearn everything from people that have never been depressed. And this is what I did. Wow. So what are the secrets that help people overcome the challenges in life that makes it easier for them? There are actually three secrets and all of them are very important. The first one is relationship skills. And it's not like the communication that you hear all the time. There are four types of men, four types of women, called the four archetypes. You need to know which one you are to communicate properly with your child, with your parent, or with your spouse. The second one is emotional skills. Emotions, specifically the negative ones, are actually your superpowers. If you know how to tap into them and turn them for you, not against you. And the third one I called mindset skills, but they're not the regular mindset skills. You need to understand the traps that the mind has for you that keeps you in suffering because these traps will never be able to be released unless you understand them. And some people die in suffering, like my mom, which she, she never lived. She never lived one week happy in her life. Wow. You are very committed to this. I'm thinking there's a lot of my listeners right now who want to know, how do we get a hold of you? Because I'm sitting here going, I want to know the four archetypes. I want to know the secrets more. How do we learn all of this from you? The, the first, uh, um, the easiest way to reach me is with um, the website lifestrategywithresults.com. You see, okay. there are different people in depression. There are different people in suffering. So it's an assessment there, 12-question assessment, that will give you an insight of what challenges do you have and what you have to learn. You get a personalized message, a video from me, uh, telling you exactly what to do next to start your journey today. I love that. Now, you, were, you became a life strategist to heal yourself. Do you help other people become life strategists? Um, not too many people understand the level of suffering I went through. I am working right now with some of the people who wants to join my program. But you, you have to understand that once you come out of suffering, you kind of don't know how to run away from it, not to come back to it and help others. I mean, this is the first impulse. I'm like, I'm free. I'm going to escape, right? So um, we're working on that at this point. Um, but I'm an encyclopedia with all due respect. So uh, it's, it's, it's really hard to, I want people who have been suicidal exactly like me. So they understand the pain of teenagers as they work with their parents to avoid that. I want people who have been through decades of suffering and generational suffering. So they know how to clear that off, not only the individual. Um, so we're working on that. Well, I want you to, you know, I've been working a lot with veterans and the statistic is 22 suicides a day, which my head cannot wrap around. What would yes. you say to people in the military? 
for everybody on earth, this emotional pain can be reset, can be removed. There are specific strategies, there are specific skills. Indeed, they are. But you can go, my, my journey took seven months and because I didn't know what I was doing, right? Today, we have programs that get people out of depression in three months. Some of them come out in nine weeks out of depression. So to live a lifetime of suffering instead of, you know, relearning, relearning in a short period of time how to live, not how to die from the inside, the game of life, not the game of suffering, it, it's not such a, such a bad thing, you know? It, to me, it sounds fascinating. I think that my mom lived a life of quiet desperation her whole life and it showed in her weight it showed in her attitude she was very loving and happy but i don't think happy on the inside and i think there's a lot of people whether they're feeling this or somebody that they love is experiencing this i want them to reach out to you so the best way is to go to your website and then take an assessment yes yes lifestrategywithresource.com because they are different wait wait, wait wait say it slower with your accent i want to make sure i get this right <laughs> www.life strategy with, with a why, with a why, there's a good reason for doing this on the radio. We only hear so life okay. strategy with results, with results. Yes. Which I just I love the idea of that. I love the whole concept, guys. I'm going to highly recommend that you go there. The assessment is free to take. Yes. Yes, of course. Yes, of course. You're going to get a personalized video because there are different people at different levels. It's not just one category of people in depression. I I love the fact that you are devoting your life to healing other people. Also, how is the relationship with you and your son? Actually, I'm not devoting my life to heal others, to teach them how to heal themselves, to be the heroes of their life and the heroes of their family. And um, one of the things that I teach is how to get teenagers out of depression because I got my son out too while I came out of depression. Wow. He, he will never be a suicidal like I was. He will never be depressed like I was. It's when you turn your life around, the children follow. They have a permission to be happy. This is all they need. That's fascinating. All right, so I've heard a lot lately. Way too many suicide stories. I My know. question now is, if you love someone, how do you recognize a sign that this may be what they're thinking about? When they think that nobody understands them, when they have symptoms like insomnia, like headaches, like uh, pain in their body, like I had since the age of 12, I had back problems and pain in my body since the age of 12. When they um, feel rejected, abandoned, betrayal, humiliated, humiliated can be, can be even bullied, right? When they feel like that and they their family don't know how to give them the right skills, the right strategies, or they don't know how to help them. Uh, they can easily slip in depression and they can easily become suicidal overnight. It's that quick. Are there words that kids say or things that they do? You know, it's hard as a parent to know if your kid is, 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 is insomnia or not feeling this. And very often, I think if we all knew somebody was doing this, we would intervene. But I don't think that the average person really knows what to look for in someone else. The smile on your child's face. I can tell after the smile on a child's face. The smile has to be exactly like yours, okay? Because people can see your smile on the radio, right? 
with an open mouth and a real smile, not a fake one, not a sad one. So the mouth had to be a little bit open and it needs to be vibrant in the face, exactly like it is your smile. Mm. If, if there is any other smile that the mouth is closed, that there is sadness in the eyes, there is no vibrancy, okay? There is no energy there. There is, how should I say, uh, a fake smile. Then um, that, that child might be depressed. That adult might be depressed. We have two minutes before my next commercial break. Anna, say anything that you want to the audience listening. The whole world is listening. Most people don't know that suffering can be relieved, can be let go of. We did not know that. And we suffered for thousands and thousands of years. Now we do. Now it is our responsibility not to live in pain and emotional pain that destroys our family, our kids, our body, our life, everything in the world around us. It is our responsibility. It is possible to come out of it. Yes, you need to relearn some skills and strategies if you're in deep suffering like I was, but it is not impossible and it's not going to take years, guaranteed. What is your hope for the world? A world without suffering, Forbes, and you're helping me achieve this. And I appreciate that. And I love the mission that we're on to hear as many people in your own ears to find your sense of joy and happiness. And with that, we're going to bring Miss Tomisa back on because I think she is the embodiment. It's, I, I, I look at her, I'm feeling like Tinkerbell. Just lit in, flew in. So right now we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be back uh, right after this to have a panel discussion with both Anna and Tomisa. You're not going to want to miss this. Don't go away, everybody. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Zofia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Zofia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening. 
listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Everybody, I think this is the this is the conversation to end 2021 on because for the last two years, there's been a mild uh, shift in our mentality. For me, it started when my fiance was in a horrible motorcycle accident. Obviously, all of COVID and all the things in the news, we we're all, I think, feeling a very weird, heavy sense of depression. Tomisa is a specialist when it comes to seniors. Uh, making a shift in their lives. What we're talking about with Anna, who is a depression and, and life strategist specialist, do seniors experience depression more when, when you know, you'll go in and you'll see them? What's going on with them? The seniors are at a time in life where they feel and see or sense that they're at the last chapter of life. And as their journey's ending, their health may be um, jeopardized. They may have some, you know, friends and family that are passing on. And so their depression, when I meet with them many times, they're in mild to moderate stages of depression. So I'm not an expert like Anna, but I do believe in bringing back the joy in their worlds by saying, hey, you have a lot to still live for. You have joy. Let's bring joy into your life and make it happen for you. But there's, a, there's definitely that with the, if, if they have uh, physical issues, they're, they're starting to decline. But we can bring that up. It's all mentally um, engaging for them to realize they still have a life. They've got a lot to live for. But that, that depression in seniors is a real thing. Anna, your thoughts? It's, it's amazing you mentioned that because uh, my seniors that I have as clients, they get out of depression faster than anybody else. So when I usually take seniors, 70, 71, 74, 68, we have seniors all over, some of them that they lost both of their children during their lifetime. I'm always, you know, it's like, um, I'm resistant. I'm like, will you listen to me, right? I mean, it's like a daughter. Would you really listen to your kid, right? And when they get out of depression the fastest than the entire group or the entire, you know, people that I work with. And when I'm asking is, how is this possible? And they're like, we're out of time. So, Anna, that you say that time is of the essence when you get this. Yes, age. and that's then I realized that I stayed 27 years in depression because I had time. You had time. <laughs> we don't have time now. It's get it on and get it done. So I will tell clients, if you're upset about something, if you're livid, if you're sad, give yourself that time to experience it. But put a time frame on it. Say, you know, I, I, I've been livid before. And it's like, okay, I could stay livid all day, all week. Or I can give myself 10 minutes to be livid or sad, get past it, put the smile on, and move on. And we do do it a little quicker as we age. <laughs> Is there like a check? Do you actually set a timer going, 10 minutes, I have to start smiling again? I, I, I will if I'm in something that really, really consumes me. I will go, nope, you got 10 minutes. Now get over it. And, and I'll let myself be in it. You have to like Get over the pity party. Get over yeah. the pity party. But tell me, so you, you're hardwired to be happy. I'm looking at you. You are like happy from the inside out, Anna. When you give me one technique, you said you take somebody in their 70s, or, but for Tomisa, old people have to be 90, just to be very clear. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I actually, I'm, I'm very resistant to take a 90 year old. Okay. <laughs> no, you never know. You never know when tomorrow is your last day. Actually, no. I'm, I hang out with Elaine Lalane, 95, happiest senior I've ever met. But give me one technique, Anna. 
To me, to meet somebody, I find somebody you're a little depressed, but you're older because friends have died or you're feeling this thing. What do you do with them? What do you do with them? You show them that there is no game of death and destruction. There is only a game of transmuting of energy and creation. Your life has a legacy. Even my mom's life had a legacy. She showed me that I can do it even if she couldn't. Mm. Everybody's life has a legacy, even if it looks um, not significant. Everybody's life has a legacy, okay? So there is no need to be afraid of dying. When you have lived, if you haven't lived, yes, you should be afraid of dying. Misa, what do you think about that? I say this chapter of life is all about living. So those that haven't lived, let's get up there, start living and enjoy it and skid right into heaven or hell, wherever you're going. <laughs> all right. So I mean, I'm going to push this point. I have a couple of minutes here. So something tragic happens to your kids, to your whatever. What's the mechanism to get over that? Either one of you. The mechanism to get over that is to understand that everybody has a purpose in that life. And the contract might have ended, but the purpose never ended. I'll give you an example. I had a client who says that, um, you know, I lost 150 pounds in a year. I said, wow, how did you do that? My uncle died. I said, okay, and what's the connection? He went to the funeral to his uncle, and he noticed that he has the same weight as his uncle. His uncle died from complications to diabetes and things like that. And he realized he would have been there at the funeral as dead if he wouldn't have been young. That uncle taught him a lesson in life. He lost 150 pounds and that uncle saved his life. Wow. Oh, all right. That's great. To me, so I'm going to just add, when, since you talked about weight and nutrition, sugar is a depressant. And sugar needs to come out yes. of most people's diets. So even our seniors that sit around and eat very little, they probably don't eat enough protein and nutrients. They probably intake more sugar and sugar is a depressant. So maybe start there, identify your emotion, feel it, experience it, digest it, dissect it, and start eating right and getting some movement because all the adrenaline and the things that happen in your body through movement and eating right can help make a difference. You still have a lot of work to do and what Anna would teach, teach you, but you still can do it. <laughs> well, if you're watching this live, it's October. And I have a book called The Candy Witch, which is a children's book that I put out, which really pretty much at the end of the day says kids get to keep five pieces of candy, put the others outside, and they'll exchange it for money. You can go buy a toy. But what do you guys think about Halloween when you said the sugar thing? Because I think we perpetuate things in our society. Jamisa, what's your take on Halloween? Yeah. I've always loved Halloween. I get to be a witch, but uh, <laughs> I have learned what sugar has done to my body. I believe sugar is a culprit to Alzheimer's, which my mom died of. So I am, am totally looking at labels and substituting what could be sweet and for sugar and not be sugar. So um, I, I would put out more educational type things or toys that are, uh, you know, some kind of, uh, uh, riddle to figure out or something, just something to be exciting about, excited about. But that candy, it's just got to go. So Anna, go. how do you feel about nutrition and depression? So it is indeed connected. Specifically, sugar is connected with an emotional wound of humiliation and embarrassment. 
So when you don't want to face the world because you're embarrassed, you have been humiliated, you have been bullied, and there are so many kids have been bullied in school, right? It's easy to like, I want to feel a little bit of happiness in life. And here's the sugar coming in, right? But we can always exchange it with fruits. We can exchange it with a carrot, including on Halloween, for goodness sake. It's not impossible. We are parents. We're the ones responsible. That, that is interesting. There are society, protein bites that look... I don't even society likes us to be happy. Exactly. What kind of fruit do you like? And if you don't like any fruit, okay, okay, I'll give you five bucks on Halloween. I don't have to give you ten. <laughs> to me, I'm sorry, you actually had froze at the moment. You're talking about protein bites. Tell us. I, I am sorry. There, there is a little candy that's about an inch and a half long. It's called protein bites. It happens to be an Herbalife product, but so what? Um, it has five grams of protein. It tastes like a hundred. Uh, what was that? Hundred thousand? Uh, that thousand dollar grand bar? Whatever that hundred thousand dollar bar was. It's it's all caramely and crunchy. Five grams of protein in this little tiny inch and a half. So it can be done. You just have to research it and find the ones that work and give those to your kids. They will love it. <laughs> Actually, that sounds interesting. All right, I want to talk about relationships for a second. So say that you're a little bit older and your partner dies. Tamisa, I'm sure you run into that a lot. How do you help a man or woman through that? That is, that is the toughest one. And I, through COVID, had several clients that lost their spouse. And what we do is just talk about their spouse. We talk about how it was living with them and what they experienced and, and also talk about how they feel and what they can do to carry on the mission that they had started together to enjoy that next living chapter of life and to pursue it. Anna, what's your take on that? So just because one contract has ended, it doesn't mean that your life has ended too. Exactly, you know, like you said, it's, it's just a matter of living, right? Of taking over the legacy, living your own life. A lot, of, uh, a lot of people at that age, you know, they had to take care of their spouse for a long term, um, you know, before they died. So now they, they even feel a, a sense of relief, a sense of freedom. It's like, now I can take care of me. Now I can come out of depression. Now I don't have to take that suffering on. So it's not game over until it's not over. I love how you've transmuted a, a life to a contract because it makes it sound a little bit less, less hurtful that that has ended. Um, I, it's fascinating. I'm just, I, as I'm listening to this show today, my hope is that the both of your voices are heard loudly because I think the world needs to hear this. They need to hear the sense of joy, the sense that depression is not the end of the game, um, and that there are avenues out of it and people helping you to get out of this in a lot of different ways. And a question for you, you know, Tomisa and I were talking about stuff. Do you find that stuff promotes depression, like clutter? Clutter more like the inability to change. People in depression, they do not like change at all. Nothing It has to do with change. Even today, after years of coming out, I'm still is like, something changed. What am I going to do? It's like panic, right? So that kind of clutter actually imprints on your mind and you don't want to let it go. This is why getting out of depression takes relearning, takes uh, an entire transformation. This is why it's not one minute. It's not one realization. It's many of them. How does or how has COVID affected you, what you do for a living? Tamisa, I'm going to start with you. Oh, it was tough in the beginning because seniors 
who were planning to move out of that large high maintenance home into a smaller one or a, or a community, uh, independent living or assisted living, were stopped dead in their tracks. They couldn't go anywhere because the communities weren't open to let them in. And then it, then it shifted to once all that opened and, and things cleared up a little, they were afraid to move into those because they might get stuck again. And that lockdown in some of those communities was very critical for well-being and depression because you, see, you saw pictures of families with their hands up on the windows of their loved one's um, apartment and from the outside, and, and that was tough. So that took a big impact on my business from the large house to the smaller home or the assisted living communities. And, um, but they've shifted now. They know they need to get out of that big house, and they're now moving to that smaller one, and, and probably many of them closer to their own kids. Love that. Hey, Anna, just both of you be mindful. We have three minutes left to the end of the actual show. So, Anna, how has COVID kind of tainted or colored your business at all? So COVID has showed us in how much suffering we are. If we can live with ourselves, the only person we're going to live for the entire life with, that means we are depressed. So COVID has actually stopped the world for us. So we can see this and we can heal because healing is done in isolation. You cannot heal from depression an entire culture. You need to heal each individual. You need to heal yourself first, right? And you need skills and strategies for that. But it's by one by one. So we don't realize that COVID looked like something extremely bad, but it actually uh, came here to help us heal. Can I just add to that? Um, I think you hit the nail on the head there. That isolation, you learn to love yourself. Sometimes people can come out of that a better person and more joyful. But loneliness was a big factor in COVID. And so depression uh, kind of took a, a little elevation in some of the seniors, for sure. Guys, because I've got 30 seconds. Tomisa, give me your one thought for the world that you'd like them to know and how to reach you. On how to reach me? Um, just reach out to Lydon Senior Pathways, L-Y-D-O-N, Senior Pathways, or call me at 480-375-1974 and never let anyone steal your joy. I love that. Anna, how do we find you? Don't live in suffering. Life strategy with a Y with results.com. You know, it's funny, like life, this hour just flew by. I am inspired by the both of you. If you're lucky enough to see this on my Facebook, you're going to see two beautiful women who come at life in very different ways. But I think today was a very, very important show. And I'm going to replay it a couple of times. I want everyone to hear this uh, from my perspective. You know, one foot in front of the other, never look back. You're always moving forward. And if you do this life right, maybe we only live once, once is enough. <laughs> All right, everybody. My name is Forbes Riley. You've been listening to the Forbes Factor. I'll see you back here next Wednesday live or on Spotify, Pandora, wherever major podcasts are. We are there. Like us, leave a review. And if you love it, share it. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for making the Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon.